Welcome to the Blues Hockey Podcast. On this week's show, we'll recap the, this week's Blues games and also go over the Blues news this week. Next, we will have our Drop the Gloves segment along with our Jersey Watch segment. And we'll also give you a preview of the upcoming week's game. I'm your host, Jason Martin, along here with Chris Frank. Yay, yay! Yeah. And we are lawn. <laughs> I just We just talked for about... Ten minutes. Ten minutes. I thought we were recording, and I looked down, and I didn't hit the record button. You ever uh, seen the Tenacious D shows from Showtime? Yeah, there's I think a, I know you're talking about, yeah. There's one where they're trying to to write a perfect song, and this is a montage of them always screwing it up, and there's one where they, they've been jamming for five minutes, and they look down, and the next scene is Jack going, always hit the button, always, always hit the button, always hit the button. So, uh, like I said, I'm a little tired from last night still. Yeah, Icepocalypse got you hard. Yeah, leaving your house last night. Heading uh, home from O'Fallon to Florissant, uh, usually 35 minutes, let's say about, <laughs> and turned into a three-hour fun trip for me. Oh, uh, it was awesome. Uh, almost, I barely missed the complete 70 shutdown, but probably a couple of car lengths. See, silver lining. So that's what I'm trying to look at. Since I read this morning, how some dude was on there for seven and a half hours. I, I wouldn't do it. There's no way. I'd pull a Michael Douglas. I would shut my car down. I would lock it up and I'd walk home. So and come back and get it the next day. And if anybody outside of St. Louis is listening, uh, a pretty decent, not really bad ice storm, but it was just a uh, misting, which basically gave the ground like deceptive. Yeah, and uh, I almost like broke myself. <laughs> a few times getting out to my car from your house and just scraping off the car and get moving. Uh, there was some interesting stuff I saw on the way home. When it, when the pile in front of you spins out and nails the concrete medium, you know you're pretty much like, I'm not going to make it home. <laughs> uh, you know, I've I've driven through some snow, some really bad snowstorms in my day. I haven't had many encounters with ice. But that's it's so much worse because at least with snow, you see where it's at. And with ice, you don't. And you could be doing everything right, and then you're just done. Yeah. So it wasn't fun last night for a three, three-hour drive home, getting home about 2, 2.30, 2.15, and uh, throwing salt down. <laughs> Probably woke up my neighbor just throwing salt all over the place, huh. just trying to get the uh, – luckily my wife threw some down before. Uh, so the, the uh, first little walkway was good, like onto the porch was fine. But nice. the rest of the drive, we get out of the car. I was – fell like down and slid down my the driveway that's awesome which i think i probably would have been in pain obviously but also laughed this whole way down when i slid down the driveway well you know it, i know we got a lot of snow we got a lot of ice but you know did anything else happen this weekend um i think anything blues, blues related happened over the weekend did they make a move did they call up somebody i think uh i believe i believe well let, let's paint a story most people, at the end of a work week, like to go out to happy hour. Been a long week, blow off some steam, maybe have an alcoholic beverage or two or six. I don't know. Depending who you are. Me. Depending who you are. Um, in this city, more times than not, happy hour is sponsored by Anheuser-Busch. Because they're based here. 
But as I'm sitting in Buffalo Wild Wings this past Friday, there's breaking news. There's been a scratch, a healthy scratch in Buffalo. And then 20 minutes later, it's officially Miller time in St. Louis. The much-talked-about trade. Really a year in the coming. Yeah. But the last four to six weeks has really heated up, and it's officially done. The Blues acquire Ryan Miller for pretty much the entire Chicago Wolves franchise to come over the next four years. But I think it's going to be worth it. So... Blues acquire Ryan Miller, and also, like we said, not to be forgotten about, Steve Ott from Buffalo Sabres in exchange for... Which is uh, a huge a huge pickup, too. I mean, it's another big, strong guy down the middle. Yep. For Yaroslav Halak, Chris Stewart, William Carrier, or William Carrier, whoever, however you say it, a first-round pick in 2015 and a third-round pick in 2016. That trade, is the third-round pick, is as a some conditions on it. Okay. So basically, condition is if the Blues what reach the Western Conference Finals this season, or if they or if they resign Miller before the draft this year, the team must surrender 2014 first round pick. But the Blues would get back uh, uh, Buffalo's second and third round picks. So if that happens. Blues would have three seconds and two thirds, which is great. I mean, you figure you know for that to happen, we have to at least get to the Conference Finals, which makes us one of the top four picks in the league. Um, so we would be at the bottom of the first run anyway. If that happens, then we're looking at maybe sliding down five picks because Buffalo's going to finish towards the bottom of the league. Yeah, if that happens, it winds up being like we'll drop like four picks. Okay, I'll take that. Which Buffalo, it's like, uh, who knows? You know, Halaka going there and be Halaka of Montreal. You never know. Dude, absolutely. And, and he's been fine here, like we look, said. Let's let's not forget what Halak has done in St. Louis. It's a guy that in only three seasons, and one of those being a short out a, a, a lockout shortened season, set the record for franchise shutouts. With twenty. I mean, that's nothing to sneeze at. The guy's not a bad goalie. Um I, I think that part of the reason why he became expendable was due to the early success that both he and Brian Elliott had. Um, you know, Halak and Elliott, you know, were what, two seasons away or removed from winning the Jennings with them? It was our first year, so two or three. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, they became kind of married and inseparable. Um, you know, Halak was injury prone, you could say, uh, in the fact that we've been to the playoffs twice now and. Neither time we've really been able to use him. You know, one, we got a game and a half out of him, and the other, he just came back from injury. Um, I, I think both of those guys have contributed to both of them being played out of jobs here. And it's it's a shame because the odds are, in a perfect world, we resign Ryan Miller, and next year your Blues tandem is Ryan Miller and Jake Allen. Which it's I think that's I think it's Armstrong's preference. Is that. I think that's everybody's preference right now, yeah, and I'm so. completely fine with that. So. I would love to have Allen. I would love to have Allen to to make a football analogy, almost like an Aaron Rodgers, where he could spend the next three four years maybe studying under Ryan Miller, getting twenty twenty five starts, maybe thirty starts. Yeah, man, that's dude. I'm fine with that because I, I I think that Ryan Miller seems like the type of dude who would welcome training a younger guy. 
Mm. You know, once he gets his money and realizes he's got his security, I think he would have no problems knowing that I'm eventually going to pass the torch to this guy. Yeah, he can buy a lot of sock hats. And- a lot. Boy, I'm telling did he not look like he was ill at that conference in Buffalo? Yeah, he looked like he's been under the weather, but that's just how he is, man. He's I didn't realize he was that skinny. Yeah. I think that's kind of the thing with all goalies, because they wear so many pads. It's all huge. You don't realize how tiny they as people are until you see a press conference, and I was like, is is, is he sick? That like, dude, that dude, Did he just get out of chemo? What just happened? Because he, he looked really... small. Yeah, so... Uh... Let's go with, uh, I'll say some Ryan Miller stats uh, so far this year and some career stats. This year, 15, 22, and 3, uh, 2.72 GAA. And I think the big stat is a uh, save percentage with a .923. I'm A-OK with that because I, I let's like that a lot. look at the records of the team. I know that win-loss is deceiving, but that Buffalo team is god-awful. I'd like to know how many times the, like, the goal support for him. I don't, I can't have that stat available, but... His goal support is probably near the bottom of the league. I would like to know how many times they've lost, like one to nothing, or by know, one goal they've lost. Yeah, really I, I would love to see how many times it was goals. really Ryan Miller just choking, and how many times it was there being no support on the offensive end. Okay, Miller is a two-time All Star. Uh, he also has, let's see, career numbers two eight two hundred yeah, two hundred eighty four wins. 186 losses, 57 ties, overtime losses, the 2.6 goals against, nine, a .916 save percentage, and 28 shutouts. Uh, he's also been in the postseason four times, the 25 and 22 uh, mark, the 2.47 goals against, and then a .917 save percentage with three shutouts. Yep. Uh, so pretty good. The guy's good. The guy's very good. You know, depending on who you've listened to over the weekend on sports radio, um, Nobody dislikes what the Blues did. Uh, I, I listened to one guy. Some. I've seen it. Like it was crazy. The crazy amount of like the Blues made like the overpaid. This the Buffalo like. Well, I've heard that. I've heard a lot of the Blues gave up a haul. Yeah, a lot of haters. I was really, I was kind of surprised on the amount. I think the one thing that that sticks out, and I tend to agree, and I believe it was the uh, the guy who's the head NHL writer for Bleacher Report said was. It's it's not so much that Miller is a massive upgrade from Halak as it is I think this team needed somebody new in goal for their mental state. Yeah. And I think that's very, very accurate. I think that there was a confidence issue in playing in front of both Halak and Elliot for different reasons. But yeah, so uh, let's go into Steve Ott's numbers. Uh, nine goals, eleven assists, or twenty points. Ninety-nine shots on goal, but negative uh, twenty-six plus minus, which obviously the team still. Um, and I think one he, hella hot wife. Uh, correct. That's a lot of picture as well. Uh, been in this eleven NHL seasons with Dallas and Buffalo. He has two total of two hundred sixty-four points, one hundred and three goals, one hundred and sixty-one assists, and six hundred and seventy-three career games. To go with thir- uh, 1,318 penalty minutes, which is eighth among active skaters. So, obviously, Steve Ott's the guy that we always love to scream at. Steve Ott is your stereotypical guy that you hate until he's on your team. Yeah, which, which would be exactly what kind of Jackman said when they interviewed him. Yeah. So, uh, uh, he's a more talented Avery. Yeah. Who is, uh, side note, going to be in the new season of Dancing with the Stars. 
Because that's all he can do now. I think if he's probably on, I think he was on the uh, whatever the Fashion Network, whatever it's called now. Uh, e, e, not sure e, whatever it's called. Logo Vogue logo logo whatever. logo. <laughs> so uh, uh, so that was big. Actually, right before we started the podcast, uh, a minor deal the Blues just Breaking made. News: <laughs> Two dudes you've never heard of just changed minor league yeah. teams. Eric Selleck, not Tom Selleck, not Tom Selleck, coming from the Florida Panthers <laughs> to. Uh, the uh, St. Louis Blues for Mark Mancary. Mar- Manicary? Mancary? I would rather Mancary. have Tom Selleck. Yeah, Tom Selleck would be awesome. <laughs> With mustache. Yeah, dude. Back to P.I. era. That's yeah. what I want. Yeah, and the hair, too. That back to P.I. hair. Like when he was on Friends, when he had the mustache and like hair, I didn't really <laughs> do it. With the, like, like curly, like, you know. Anyway. That's awesome. <laughs> Side note. So that just happened. Uh, like I said, uh, uh, Selleck's going to play two career NHL games with one assist. Okay. And a negative, and I think I even trade. It's even fine, trade. you know. I'm sure that there's there's got to be something that happened where they want him to fill some sort of role that they lost with sending away Carrier, Carrier, uh, Carrier is still in Q, Q, whatever the Quebec League, yeah, whatever that is. So I think uh, it comes down to, I think Dimitri Askin's not going back. After I saw a trade, I think that's what it's, I'm thinking. Um, very well could be. I'm you know, thinking. I I like Yaskin. I don't know if I think he's everyday ready yet. No, but I think he's a good fill-in for now. Like, yeah. if you need somebody, obviously Saboka's injured. I don't know if you saw. Uh, I saw that they said they hope Saboka doesn't miss more than four or five more yeah. games. So five more games for that uh, Saboka. Uh, Leopold is. Uh, Going to try skating when they get back. Okay. Uh, I saw again they're going to play by year, so they really didn't say on Leopold time right. frame. I'm guessing by the end of the week, hopefully, if he skated once or twice already. Sure. Um, so that means, uh, Cole, Carlo, you're uh, out of here. I think, I think he looked brutal last couple of games. But yeah. yeah I, that guy. Wrong, but, I mean, like it's worked out because so we, we lost one nothing. But, I mean, we weren't giving up the crazy goals. No, we I, weren't. But I, I don't know. Ian Cole, like, he must have. They must. He must have done something to uh, Hitchcock, like you, you know, think? put his hand in water when he was sleeping one time. Maybe, you know, just something like it. Just seems like he does. Like gets in the doghouse so much. Like I know he's just trying to get Carlos some minutes, but guess what, man? You need to play your best players right now. I agree. He's, yeah. He doesn't matter about feelings anymore, which I know he's not about. So I just don't no, know what's I agree. Going on. I, you know, I think especially in regards to Leopold and Sabotka, I know we want them back, and we want them back as soon as we can. Um, but we have enough players in reserve, both on the blue line and in forwards, that I would almost rather us play cautiously with those two and make sure that they are healthy for the playoffs than rush them back, have them, you know, 75 to 80%, and then retweak that injury and then be down again. I would, I, I would rather roll through, you know, a couple more weeks with Carlo and Yaskin and whoever else that we need to to get the core of this team uh, healthy. Because, dude, I know that he's not the marquee name, but I think that if we don't have Sabotka going into the playoffs, that's a huge hole for this team. That guy is just one of those guys who gets under the skin of opponents and, let's not forget, can shoot the puck pretty damn well. Yeah, I, that line with Sabotka and with Schwartz and Tarasenko on the wings, I thought was our best line for quite a few games. So Boca is is a very unsung hero of this team. Not locally. People who follow this team, who love this team, 
know what Saboka brings to this team. Mm-hmm. But if you're a fan in Chicago or L.A. or New York or any other market, you're looking down the list of players on the St. Louis Blues, and he's and not, you're probably skimming over Vladimir Saboka. Yeah, or he's if you know like oh yeah that guy type yeah. thing because he was a lot, he's a fourth liner for a long time, uh, and then just Hitchcock really loves how he plays. Play. He's and phenomenal. I think he just with injuries. I think it was two yep. years ago. Like and they had to play him on like the second line, and the kid's got and, heart and he's got drive and he's got talent. Yeah, I remember when we signed him to like a three year deal. He's on, he expires this year, but. Like three years ago, when we signed him, and I'm like, we're giving that dude like 1.1 million dollars. I'm like, for a fourth liner. I was like, okay. And then like now, I'm like, that's like the best deal. It's yeah, it's really right good. Because uh, I wish if you put if you changed out Saboka's drive with a Chris Stewart skill, that that is like an all star right there. I agree. Which we'll grow briefly in about that. The uh, days of Chris Stewart numbered finally. Uh, your inconsistencies cost you this uh, spot pretty much. Yeah, it's you know, and it's the same knock that Colorado had on him. Yep. I remember when that when that deal went down. Um, it was really Stewart was the main guy, and Shattenkirk was the throw, throw in, which yeah. is really kind of interesting when you look back on this now that Shattenkirk has evolved into a, a, a massive defenseman. And I believe Shattenkirk was still kind of, at the time of the trade, a dark horse, but a contender for a Calder. Yeah, um, he, I think he led uh, rookies with assists yeah. at the time. Yeah. Um, you know, Stewart is so talented, and it's natural talent. And I think that is part of the problem, is when you have someone who's got that much talent, um, the drive is not always there, because they haven't had to work for it. And you're right. It's it's the inconsistency. And I don't want to say work ethic because I wasn't at practice. I didn't get to see his day in and day out. But I know what was written and I know what was told. And at the end of the day, we are, we're no longer that team that has to depend on players like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not going to prepare and you're not going to bring it and perform day in and day out at a high level, sorry, man, you're going to get shipped off somewhere. And this is what happened with Chris Stewart. You know, he had a great year and earned an amazing contract and just never found that consistency. You know, it's like we talked about, I think, last week. The guy's number five in our scoring. Mm-hmm. But Crazy. you look at it and, and it was in that like Western Canada. Yeah, yeah, you put that under a microscope, but it's very misleading. So it's crazy. So uh yeah, so big some big news, blues news this week. So, uh, do you think we're done? Yes. Yeah. There's not much more we can give up. We don't have too many draft picks left. Yeah, that's uh, that's really kind of no what I think. I unless know. you get Derek, unless you get Derek Roy out and you get like another center that's better than him back, which you really can't. No. I, and what's funny is I had heard for a minute that Roy may be going back to Buffalo on that trade. Which I, um, who knows? Who knows? That could have been it, but he might assisted on Stewart because they're heavy on. Center prospects, yeah, they have a lot of really pretty good, like at least good talk about like centers. Hodgson, Gregso, Gregso. I don't know how to say it. Basically, he was a draft pick first last year. A couple other firsts that they had on just centers. They have a ton of centers and some decent goalies. I think Hackett, they're who they got from the Minnesota Tomaville trade last year, hasn't really worked out this year and lost his starter spot. I read. I. 
but I, they, they're pretty stacked there. So I think they're wanting some wingers to bring in there to hopefully help that center talent along. I think that the trade, especially with us getting Ott, I think that takes us out of the Callahan sweepstakes. I I think the Cal, I think they're going to want way more than Stewart. I think the Stewart thing they threw out there was the Blues basically putting out that Stewart's available to teams. Yeah. Um, and then I think it basically said the I think the Rangers leaked that as part of like oh I you need to sign with us so we're going to trade you for Chris Stewart. Right. Which and, okay. Which yeah. Which all Blues fans are like uh, I, yeah. I got a feeling that it's that it's going to be possibly that trade that everyone was talking about this week with Tampa St. Louis for, uh, for yeah Callahan, for Callahan yeah. which is mind boggling but I you know not that we need to talk Tampa Bay Lightning hockey much but, but, I, but yeah, it's just, amazing how that relationship has eroded so quickly that martin st louis has just basically said i'm out get rid of me i don't yeah, want to i don't want to be odd, with he's used a kind of stand-up guy so uh very interesting so uh that's the end of our blues news and let's go come back into our recap of games this week I t- have you ever wanted to start your own hockey podcast Do you listen every week and think, hey, I could do that? Making your own hockey podcast has gotten a lot easier as the Hockey Podcast Directory is opening up a partnership program to get you started talking about the sport you love. We build your show page as well as walk you through the entire setup before coaching you through show creation. If you're interested, contact me at jponder94 at gmail.com to get started. That's jp. O-N-D-E-R-9-4 at gmail.com. And finally, it's time to let that dream become a reality. Told you, what did I say last week? What was the last thing I said when we started talking about the games this week, last Sunday? The Blues have to figure out what is wrong with them versus the Pacific Division. The fact that we were swept this season in the regular season by Vancouver is... Not laughable, but not too far from laughable. Yeah, the so. Vancouver Canucks hadn't won a game in a month. Now, that's misleading because for two weeks they were off for the Olympics. But they were on a seven-game losing streak. The Blues had not been shut out at all this year. And Eddie frickin' Lack shuts out the Blues one to nothing. Yeah, um, I think the Blues... Because Vancouver didn't look that good either. No. That's the thing. Is like, I don't want to hear anyone say Olympic hangover. I don't uh, want to hear it because uh, Vancouver had their fair share of Olympians as well. So uh, Halak uh, actually played really well that game, 34, uh, 34 for 35 on saves. And that shot was a great shot. It's not mm-hmm. like he let in uh, a crappy goal yeah. like Elliot did. That was the uh, third period at eleven thirteen mark. Uh, Yannick Hansen with his uh, 10th goal of the year with uh, from assist from Tom Sisisto. Uh, so um, Blues uh, hit the post. Uh, no, different game. Sorry, it's the right. next game. You but, know uh, the the thing that is uh, concerning for me with this week's games, both the Vancouver and the Anaheim game, is the amount of missed shots. Uh, um, we're we're getting shots off, but they are not finding the goal or yep, the net. We need- I, even close, we're consistently shooting high and we're consistently shooting wide. If we had soccer nets. Maybe we would be scoring goals. Yes, but that's been very uh, frustrating. Where I walk in, I think I've seen either you made the joke on Twitter uh, or I just read. It's like insert player's name gets a pass. Insert player's name shoots wide. Yeah, like it's just like no matter who it was, like 
from, it's all of them. From Berglund to Tarasenko. Like, Tarasenko, I think it was the Anaheim game, which we'll get into, made his you know his normal move where he's on the wing, comes yep. back to the center, and takes that hard wrist shot for the corner. Yep. And missed, like, everything. Yeah, like, which normally he gets that on goal. Yeah. So, you know, like, like, you know, said, the Olympic hangover, like, you, you shouldn't be saying that. But, obviously, there's probably a little bit of fatigue factor. Need to get over that. You're 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 a professional. So, yeah, uh, suck it up, Buttercup. So if you you know tired, give Ian Cole a chance. Give at the time Magnus uh, Arby a chance. Then. Look, man, I I don't buy into that. I'm sorry. There's it's not like the Blues are the only team that sent people to Sochi. There's a lot of players on every team that went. Now I know we had nine. That's fine. Whatever. Chicago won their game and they beat Pittsburgh. You know, uh, Detroit, I believe, won their first game back. In overtime, yeah. So, you know, and they had just as many players as us. It doesn't matter. Like, I don't care. I don't care that we just played in the Olympics. It does not matter. Um, The other joke I made after last night was, does anyone know how Ryan Miller is at scoring goals? Because this Ryan Miller trade is great. But if we don't start finding the back of the net, it doesn't matter who's in goal. So, uh, Vancouver game. Let's move on to the Anaheim game on Friday. So, we obviously, have to. the trade obviously trade is made. I thought we'll just talk about the interesting facts that came out of the game. The fact that uh, we back our backup goalie was the uh, Ducks locker room attendant. Yes, and uh, the Sabers backup goalie was a scout. Yeah, a scout, the former video guy, the yeah. former video guy, which I thought was great. Um, so Blues had to do an amateur tryout, which uh, brought a guy in, basically. Like I said, if it was in St. Louis, then you could have drove downtown. I'd have done it. I, we could have fulfilled the prophecy. Yeah. I'm tall, and I'm from St. Louis. You could have. You can play goal, <laughs> like we talked about last week. Uh, so, yeah, so Blues uh, made the trade, which I thought was very odd timing. Uh, I was surprised he didn't wait until maybe after the game. But maybe the news got well, out. So I if, think the reason you don't wait until after the game is what happens if either Ryan Miller or Yaroslav Halak are in right. that game and get hurt? That's true. That's, and then that's you're, why. you're yeah. SOL. I think you, you when that trade is ready, you have to pull the trigger. You know, you, you, something like that, that big, you don't take chances. Yeah, like last year, remember the rumor was uh, they made the Bowmeister trade, and yeah. he was flying high about that, and they were in Minnesota, and then supposedly he had a Ryan Miller deal on the table with Halak and somebody Yep. I don't remember the trade for life of me now, but apparently it's like after the Minnesota game, apparently that was the talk that they're going to make that deal, and then Hlock pulls his groin again. Right. So, you know, so, I, I, I get, get to, yeah, I understand. In that. a situation like that, you know, do you wish you could have your number one guy going against the top team in the league? Absolutely. But you kind of have to bite the bullet there because it's not like Elliot is completely awful. And you know, look, dude, we lost the game again, one to nothing. It was a weak goal, which seems to be Elliot's mo. But um, it's not like we just got blown out of the building. But I think that's one of those where you almost sacrifice that game for the bigger picture. Yeah. So it's a so one nothing loss. I think uh, and the goal that came through, uh, Andrew Cogliano scored in the first period, three minutes thirty nine seconds in. On a uh, kind of a break down defensively, one of the few that game. I thought the Blues played a very strong game overall. They looked good. Uh, so from get assist from Saku Koivu and Cam Fowler. Uh, I said Kaga was 18th of the season, yeah. so ties his career high. 
Um, Same problems offensively that game. Uh, yeah, another only 18 shots against for Jonas Hiller, the save. So you need Which, to get- look, it, we're playing the best team in the league. Yeah. I don't think anyone thought that we were going to come in there and get 40 shots against the Ducks. Um, but what bothers me again is it's the same problem you saw in Vancouver. The quality chances aren't there, and the chances we are getting just, they don't, they're not finding the goal or the net at all. They're high and they're wide, and, or they're just fling it on goal, which I get funneling pucks, and that's a, a good that's strategy, fair. but man, I, this team is better than what we've seen the last two games, and I'm not ready to hit the panic button yet. We'll see what happens, you know, Sunday against, uh, Phoenix. But it, it's definitely something that, that is concerning to me right now with this team's complete power outage uh, on offense, let alone the fact that for the last month of games, this power play has gone from being amazing to complete awful. dog crap. So uh, pretty, uh, I guess I had a physical game too. Backus and Perry got into it early. Yep. Uh, a lot of stuff after the whistle. I'd really like this to be the Western Conference Finals. I think it'd be entertaining. I mean, wrong. Like, they're really good. I prefer to have, like, some miracle team make it through than we dominate to obviously make it easier. Right. But, man, that was very good. It got me up. I was, uh, I was, ba- I had to babysit that night with my daughter, my, with nice. my wife going out. So I was up. She just went to bed. So that was easy for me to, after I, after I got off work late, but still. Sure. Good to go. Watch the game. It was, uh, kept me up. Very uh, intense game, I thought. Uh, Blues hit the post, I think, two, three times. Yeah, who was it? Um, was it Reeves who had the one Reeves that went off both? both posts, which is yeah. ridiculous. And I would say Schwartz. Yeah, Schwartz, Schwartz hit one. Hit the one. So I think just those two. There might have been another one. I can't remember. Maybe Steen or something like that. Uh, but, yeah, so two pair one nothing games. Uh, hopefully this Phoenix game. Phoenix has been struggling, uh, barely hanging on to the wild card spot as of right now. Hopefully the Blues can capitalize. Well, you know... There's obviously a lot of pressure on this team tonight. Um, the eyes of the hockey world are upon the St. Louis Blues right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and you hope that this team can find um, a cohesiveness and gel quickly. Um, I think that's always a little harder to do on the road. But, yeah, it's a big game against uh, Phoenix Sunday just because it's day one. You know, it's... It is hitting the reset button on this team for the stretch run where we've essentially gone all in. You know, I, I said it again, and I don't want to reuse that metaphor, but we, sure. we've essentially thrown it on the table and said, we're coming right now. This is our year. Freezing. Yeah. But yeah. It's still, uh, it's an exciting time, though. It's nice the Blues being the, the kind of talk of NHL again. Uh, hopefully it turns out better than the last midseason move, big midseason move made. Yeah, Steve Eisman's retired, so that's good. Yeah, he can't score from the center line again. It's it good. It's the blue line. Murray Barron screened him though. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> disgust from that double um, overtime. Let's go with uh, the upcoming Blues games this week. Uh, obviously, uh, we're recording on Sunday right before the game, about an hour from now. Uh, Blues game will be on. It'll be uh, Blues versus Coyotes uh, this Sunday at seven o'clock Central Time. 
Tuesday, the Blues will be back home against the Tampa Bay Lightning and Ben Bishop. It'll be a great game. Yep, so that should be a good game. Uh, be on the NBC Sports Network. Uh, it's good exposure. The big key for that is going to be, is Martin St. Louis still a member of the Tampa Bay yep, Lightning? the day, be, day before the uh, trade deadline. So yep. who knows if he gets pulled, maybe. It could be his last game. Potentially as a, uh, it could be, you know, I, again, that whole situation is very, very odd, but it'll be cool to see Ben Bishop back. He is uh, playing out of his mind. Mm -hmm. I think that a lot of people thought that the uh, lightning were dead in the water when Stamkos went down and he held them up. He certainly has. They've relied on a lot of rookies. Um, I picked up one of them the other day on my uh, fantasy team, Fred Hendrick Zetterberg, who's out for the year. So uh, hopefully, hopefully I can turn it around. I haven't even checked my team. I've been so busy. I'm losing this week. Are you? Yeah. Um, I haven't even really checked my team this week. So I've been super busy, unfortunately. Uh, anyway, back to uh, upcoming games. So on Thursday, March 6th, Blues go back on the road against the Nashville Predators at 7 o'clock. Should be a win. Should be a win. Uh, Doesn't it feel like forever since we've played Nashville? Mm-hmm. We used to, It was all in the beginning of the year. Like, yeah, like, like three, three of the first 15 yeah. games were yeah, against it was, like, them. crazy. Uh, then we go Saturday against the Colorado Avalanche at 2 o'clock, which would be a really good game. Uh, in Colorado, right? In Colorado at 2 o'clock. Yeah. On, uh, all these all these games are going to be on Fox Sports Midwest, except for the Tuesday game. will be on NBC Sports Network. Uh, it would not surprise me to see a couple of these games switched out by NBC Sports now that we have Ryan Miller. Yeah, uh, just for exposure, especially with the Blues near the top of the NHL. Yep. Uh, then on Sunday, back-to-back game, the Blues go to the Minnesota Wild at 7 o'clock. So, That'll be a good game. So a couple of Central Division guys on the weekend uh, should be uh, interesting. Yeah. But, uh, hopefully uh, two potential uh, playoff got, uh, opponents. Uh, right now we would be playing the Avalanche in the first round. Um, wow. Wild had potential if we get a couple more uh, – well, Chicago just won and pushed us ahead. Technically, the Wild that before last night we were playing the Wild. Now we'd be playing Colorado. Yeah. Uh, so it should be. I'm uh, all right with honestly with either of those uh, matchups right now. Colorado's other uh, two is the, just because of offensive potential scares me. Uh, yeah, I, and the the fact that you know, aside from the game earlier this year, the Blues seem to struggle playing in Denver, and I don't know if it's just the altitude yeah. or what it is, but there's definitely something weird when the Blues go to Colorado. So that'll be our preview, like we record on Sunday. So that's about the week's game for our next. Uh, so we have a good recap of games next week. Uh, we'll have your uh, trade deadline news as well next week. Yeah, it'll uh, all okay. be done by the time. We like come I said, back. the Blues will more than likely be done but if we do I wouldn't something. imagine anything big I mean maybe another couple small ones like what we saw today um, I would love to see the Callahan trade happen I don't think it will I think we it has to be like we Derek made our Roy. Yeah, you're gonna have to move out money to get it in which yeah which, unless you're trying like Jordan Leopold which no. which you're not gonna do so no I, I think the blues yeah. are done I, I think that you know had we not gotten ot and not had to I give up see, as much. I would see something else. You might see something else, but getting Miller and Ott in that deal, I, I think the Blues now shore up and uh, make their stretch run and go for a cup. Yep. So uh, exciting times to be a, to be a Blues fan. Uh, good time for us to have a podcast. Hopefully, people are listening to us talk about the Blues now. Gain some more Blues fans. Uh, yeah. Uh, feel free to submit questions, whatever you want. I actually had uh, uh, the singer of Brook Royal hit me up and say that I have to tell a story that's one of his favorite stories about me and the blues at some point. So right. we'll maybe that. Uh, we might do week, that. Uh, we'll do that. We maybe uh, slow down a little bit. We'll do that. Uh, like I said, Brooke Royal is if the opening song bleed blue yep. uh, by them. 
If you want to get it, it's on iTunes. Cheap cost, 99 cents. Support local music, you cheap bastards. Uh, St. Louis, if you're in St. Louis, obviously. St. Louis local. But If you're not in St. Louis, support St. Louis music, you cheap bastards. There you go. So, uh, any rants this week for a Drop of Glow segment? Score some effing goals. That's it. Like, plain and simple. You just got the goalie that everyone in the league wanted. You got the trade that everyone was waiting to see was going to happen. Yep, no more no more bitching about goaltending. Yep. No more. It's done. There is no more bitching from anyone else about, oh, Solak or Elliot. It's done. You got your guy. You got Ryan Miller. You've so. just lost two games, one to nothing. Score goals. Yeah. So um, let's see. Anything else? What, uh, do I got something going on? Okay. People, people drive smart. Don't sit there and haul. Whenever. Yeah, be smart, dude. Like that's my. If lead. it takes you three hours to get home, at least you're getting home. That's my thing. Was like, if people, that's what caused them the accident. like, uh, don't the be here. Two hero. seventy ramp. They're getting on two seventy from seventy. When I was guys, I was driving real slow. Guys in front of me just spun out, blocked one section, part of the you section. You keep going. The, the other guy in front of me spun out, blocked the second half of it, and the guy behind them stopped and just kept sliding and basically almost tried to split them, but he basically lightly tapped them. Right. So it almost caused like a T pretty much. Neat. And I was like. I'm going to go southbound. I basically drifted. I don't know if anybody knows the 70 west to 270 south ramp. You know, it's kind of far down with a little curve to yep. get on there. That's a nice. I pretty much drifted almost sort of sideways the whole way down. And luckily, I like, had enough traction to keep my car straight going like five miles an hour. I, I didn't hit the gas, I don't think, barely any to get down the whole thing. It was fantastic. Wow. Like I said, need for speed drift. I was glad I played that game for a little bit. And need for speed underground. I was more need for speed underground guy on PS2. But anyway... That's a side note. So uh, let's go into our Jersey segment this week, Jersey Watch segment. <laughs> uh, me and Chris go a little twinsy action. Unintentional twins today. Yeah, so uh, I'll go uh, first this week. Since uh, last night was the last of the American Stadium Series games, yep. and then tonight is the Heritage Classic, I decided to get bust out my only Winter Classic uh, jersey, my uh, baby blue uh, 2008 Winter Classic, uh, Sidney Crosby. I just, one of my favorite jerseys. I don't know. I, I had that exact same jersey um, as an, as a Malkin jersey, and it's one of mine too. It's I just super I, heavyweight. Yep, I just love it. I don't know why. Just like the design and everything. One of my favorite jerseys. The crest. It's kind of like old school. It's got the yep. old lo- logo in the middle. Kind of looks like the blue sword now with the circle with the name around the middle. With the it's logo very in the weird to see a penguins jersey that's blue and not black and gold. Apparently, it's like an old school thing. Oh yeah, which, they used to be back in the yeah, day. So it's which weird makes to see. sense. Um, it's just, it's very odd uh, to see a blue Penguins jersey. So very odd. Like the second one I didn't like is I liked the one at Pittsburgh, the dark blue one. Yeah. That was awful. It's weird. Like I had it just to have it. And then I was like, I don't like this (laughs) anymore. And I wind up uh, selling it to a friend. So yeah, but that's mine this week. Uh, what do you got? I am wearing a road black, uh, Sidney Crosby home, home, home black, Sidney Crosby rookie jersey important to notate that it is a rookie jersey oh uh, yeah they're here well got he's the not a. the captain correct a that's because right. lemieux was he's the captain, captain. That's, that's right a. that's right so well, like i said unintentional we are nerds that's all right it's, <laughs> he's wearing he's got an a on this jersey because he's not the captain it was his rookie yeah. year because mario lemieux was still on the team and mario lemieux was the captain we'll talk about that voice afterwards but anyway uh yeah that's our jerseys of this this week uh i guess another side thing is which i want to get some like interaction going with the uh 
fans. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, if you want to hit us up at the uh, Blues Hockey Podcast Twitter, uh, Blues Hockey NHL, or the Facebook page, just uh, search facebook.com slash Blues Hockey Podcast. That's our page. Uh, I just want to see if people send in, uh, which me and Chris talked about before, the how many, it's uh, it's Miller time. Oh, dude, there's so many online. Yeah. There's a Ghostbusters version. There's we the just watched Ghostbusters last, version. Yeah. Watch that. So, yeah, yeah. Why don't you guys, uh, if you want to play along, uh, tweet us a, a link to your favorite It's Miller Time clip and then just use the hashtag It's Miller Time. That'd be awesome. So, uh, it's quite a bit. And I, I think I'm leaning towards, since we just watched it last night, the uh, Ghostbusters. Uh, <laughs> the Ghostbusters one's up there. Which, which, like, you said it, and then I'm like, I forgot about it. I'm like, oh, it is. And yeah. it's like, oh, it's funny. I just good times. That Ken Jong one obviously very funny. So uh there's a couple other ones that we saw too, so there was a weird zombie movie one where like the a guy just pulls a gun and goes, It's Miller time and shoots the zombie in the head. Okay, whatever, man. Yeah, like, that's cool. It, look, I, I think that this is obviously going to be a phrase that starts gaining more and more momentum as we move towards the playoffs. And is it cheesy? Hundred percent. But it's whatever, awesome. man. It's fun, man. It's fun. That's all it matters. Sports. It's not supposed to be serious. So uh, I'm very excited for the trade. So uh, you can find us, like we just talked about, at Blues Hockey Podcast. Or excuse me, at Blues Hockey NHL for uh, Twitter. Also, Facebook, like we just said, Blues Hockey Podcast. Uh, my personal one, if you want to hit me personally, at JPM Blues Fan 21. I am at Hossapalooza. That's. H-O-S-S underscore A underscore Palooza. Also, thank you to all of our... uh, I guess I should say Palooza is P-A-L-O-O-Z-A. Yeah, just to be safe. And then uh, thank you to all the uh, followers and likes this week. Yeah, uh, thank you. It was awesome. I hope you guys like it. Yeah, we had uh, about a dozen or so likes and about about 10 followers. The revolution uh, starts slowly, my friend. So, um, yeah, I haven't haven't got the uh, download stats from uh, Jeff Ponder yet, so about uh, how iTunes went. Feel free to send us questions, comments, suggestions. If you have questions, we can try to answer them to the best of our ability. If you or have, I'll look them up and do some research. Yeah, comments or anything like that. Also, uh, if you, our email, blueshockeypodcast, all one word, at gmail.com. Uh, so right now, uh, that's about it. So next week, uh, look, we're back into the season. Like I said, next week's show looks like we'll have a trade deadline breakdown. Yep. I think I just like to talk trade deadline. Period. I love trade deadline. So we'll probably just, t- even though obviously the Blues more than likely are done, we'll probably still talk a NHL trade deadline. For sure. There's going to be some big trades to discuss. Just to see how things go. Like the whole bunch of rumors. Apparently, Martin Roder waived his no trade today. Man. I, Who knows? Look, I, I know we're running long and we can get into this next week. I am split. I hope he doesn't move because I think that guy deserves to play his entire career for uh, the Devils. But if he wants to and they can get something of value for him, I get him wanting to do the solid thing for the team and say, hey, if you can get a couple draft picks for me, do it. Um, It's just going to look really weird to see him in a jersey that is not a New Jersey Devils jersey. So not coming to St. Louis, but... (laughs) God, I hope not. Yeah, because... That would I wouldn't work cash wise. B, Elliot is definitely better than Berdur right now, which you wouldn't think you'd crazy ever say. to say, right? Correct. So, like I said, trade deadline breakdown next week, along with the Blues games. We got four big ones next week. Yep. Uh, we'll break down those games, and next week I'll be more organized. 
I apologize. <laughs> get some sleep. Get some sleep. That's this big thing. The tax season is finally winding down. This week will be another crazy week. And then after that, I'm back to normal. Nice. Sort of normal, I Just guess. It's time for to... me to get busy with concerts. Yeah, no. So it should be interesting time. Um, like I said, it's Miller time. We'll it ca- is Miller time. We'll catch you guys next week. Got Miller time. It's Miller time! And we have the tools, we have the talent. It's Miller time!